Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now, back to Severe Reaction. Powered by Equitable Bank. We take banking personally. Here's your host, Michael Severe, on 1620 The Zone. I'm really disappointed in the offense. We we didn't have any rhythm. Um, we scored pretty easy on that first drive, and we didn't do much after that. Uh, so we got to be a lot better offensively. I thought the defense was good enough. They got to pick up a few scheme things. Welcome back. Severe reaction, 1620 The Zone, 402-951-1620 is the number you can call to uh, weigh in. What happened yesterday in Nebraska now, 1-1 one one after the 38-17 win over our good friends in North Dakota. North Dakota, South Dakota, friends of Nebraska will always be that way. If we ever had to go to some sort of inner country battle and who was on whose side, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, we are together. Believe that. And I don't know if that means we win a lot because we'd be really outnumbered because you're talking about three states with pretty low population. But North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, all on the same side. Do you agree with that, Chance? Prairie power. Prairie power. I like that. Mm -hmm. Although don't put your hand up like that because that could be bad. No, no, no. That was me putting my hand up. Uh, That was Scott Frost going into the halftime. Very upset. Not happy about what he saw from the offense. I get that. But then after the game, he made the point of saying, hey, uh, yeah, I, I really didn't quite know how bad it was um, in terms of not having the ball um, because nine minutes in the game, um, a situation where you had the four drives, not including the one at the end where you kneeled, um, that long six-and-a-half-minute drive uh, by North Dakota where they just – had the ball, you're trying to call a timeout to get it back, and all of that. It was it's one of those situations where you're like, man, I, I, I need to get something. We're not getting it done. You're going to halftime. You're mad. But then after the game, you know, he said simply, "Look, man, I, I, I didn't quite realize what it, where we were in terms of play calls in the first half, and so he kind of took it back a little bit. And I, I, I kind of understand um, when you're on the sideline and things are going, especially with, if you notice, he walked over and he talked to the offensive line a couple times. He walked over and talked to some kick teams. Uh, he spent a little bit of time talking with, I saw, uh, Anthony Grant. He, he did do more of the CEO. So probably didn't know exactly everything that was happening in the offense and, and where they were, um, in terms of their numbers and, and play calling sequence in the first half. So I get that. I, I, I kind of understand that, but at the same time, it just didn't look the way he thought it would look against a team against North uh, North Dakota, and that's what he said in the post game. Didn't look the way I expected. If you could play that one for me, Chance. I, I, I hoped that we would uh, do what we did in the second half and the first half, and I hoped we'd get a, some more guys in at the end of the game. Uh, I hope we made a few more dumb, a few fewer uh, dumb plays and, and give up plays. But the other team practices too, and and some of what happened uh, is credit to them. Some of the things are there are things that we can fix. Sometimes you have to balance things you said the week before. And again, Steve Simple coming up after nine thirty here on Severe Reaction. 
Um, if the balance you said last week, and this is where he kind of balances it, uh, talking about the love he has for his offensive staff, this is this is one saying, look, I know last week I said that we need to be more creative as an offensive staff. I said that I need more, there needs to be more uh, input. There needs to be more cooperation, talking about more cooperation with me. Here's the counter to that. I love my offensive staff. Sorry, Chance. I love them a lot. I love the guys I have on my office and staff. They're bright. They're doing a great job coaching. I think you can see the improvement by position. Uh, we're still figuring it out together, and the team's still figuring it out together, and the players are still figuring it out together. And um, in some ways, I thought we made some big strides from last week, um, but there's still a lot to fix. I think the main theme of Scott Frost after the game, whether it was on the TV post game, if it was on the radio post game, or even the post game he does with Greg Sharp, is hey, we can be really good, but we can't be great until we stop doing these things turn the ball over, making silly mistakes on special teams. It's like every week they do something that makes you think they don't really coach these guys, do they? The one this week, of course, was what? It was Wyatt Lever. Walking up on a block punt. So here's the way the rule works. In case you don't know, if the punt is blocked and stays behind the line of scrimmage, there's one set of rules. If the punt is blocked and goes forward, right, another set of rules. The rules are simply what happens when you normally punt the ball. So if North Dakota would have touched the ball first, the ball was down. But if they just left it there after touching it, yes, he could have picked it up, Wyatt Lever. But at no point would Wyatt Lever want to be the first person touching the ball because then that puts you in a situation where you could fumble, and that is the only way North Dakota can get the ball back. I personally thought the North Dakota guy touched it first, but that's not what the officials said. They said Wyatt Lever touched it. And luckily enough, they called it down when he grabbed it. If Wyatt Lever tries to pick that ball up and he fumbles it, it's North Dakota's ball, and you have a situation again where you made a huge blunder on special teams. And I know, look, I know they coach it. I know Bill Bush knows what he's doing. Bill Bush has been coaching forever. He has coached with some great coaches. He's been a special teams coach at some really good schools with really good special teams. There is no way in the world they taught Wyatt Lever to do that. None. It was simply a brain fart. And they got lucky. And by the way, they haven't gotten lucky on stuff like this in the past. When they've had brain farts before on special teams, it's either usually given points to the other team or great field position to the other team, but it didn't happen this time. It didn't happen this time. So that's good. Um, but yeah, it's another example of every week where you could just point and go, are they coaching these guys? <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you even try to make that play? Uh, before we end the hour, we go back to the phones. Wyatt joining us. Good morning, Wyatt. How are you? Hey, this is the good Wyatt. I didn't make a mistake over the weekend. <laughs> You're not the Wyatt Lever? No. <laughs> How you been, man? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I can't complain. I'm up on a Sunday morning for a reason. I don't know who decided to do this. I, I have no idea. Well, I had the, the one-year-old get up at, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning. So. All right. Just rub it in. I don't – yeah, I know you got it worse than me. I understand. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was uh, wondering, how, speaking of sleep things, how much do you think the, the jet lag – maybe affected the team. I think it affected them in, you know, during the week of getting practice done, but these guys are 18 to 23 years old, man. Do you remember when you were 18 to 23, you bounced back from everything. I think by Saturday they all felt great, but I do believe that during the week it struggled they struggled getting all the practice they could get in and and being able to go at the speed they wanted to go in. They they missed a fully a fully uh, padded practice because of it. 
Okay. And then uh, I don't think I was one and two. Like, do you think had Noelle been part of the team and still, oh. I mean, not made his mistake with yeah. that? How much of a difference do you think that make on the on the line? No, well, you know, you know, that's a huge loss. Um, Roska and Noelle looked so good together in the couple times where they had a chance to play games and. No, you nailed it. Uh, losing him, a guy that's a quality guard like that, it forces you to play somebody who maybe you wouldn't play, maybe Brock Bando. It forces you to do something different moving over to center. Yeah, it just it affects the whole offensive line. I think you, that's 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 a loss that we don't talk enough about, I think. All right, well, I might go take a nap now. All right, man. Thanks, Wyatt. Appreciate <laughs> it, man. Yeah, having, uh, having babies, it sounds like a great idea. It does, really. It really does. We used to always joke, my wife and I, we're not going to have kids, we're going to have money. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had kids. We don't have any money. Um, but still, yeah. Get some nap. Get a little nap in there. Right? But he's right. I mean, um, so I thought coming into the season, based off of what I knew about the guys on the offensive line, yes, if Prohaska was healthy, I knew he would start. Um, I thought Turner Corcoran inside would be a, a really good option because of the way he's built. I think the way he is physicality-wise, I thought he'd be pretty good. If you had Newelli in there, I thought the other guy would be Keith Williams. I thought that I thought he would based off of watching that kid in high school, right? Then watching him play, um, you know, watching him play in college, the tape that I got to watch him play at college. I thought, yeah. And then I watched him play in the spring game. This is a guy in the spring game who was moving folks around. I'm surprised that Keith Williams isn't playing more. Um, and then you know, I'm I'm not a huge Ben Hart fan. I, I just don't think that he gets good enough bend. I just don't. He he doesn't do it for me. But he's having to play. So because of not having Nwilly, it moves so many different things around. And, you know, I, he shouldn't have. But if they could have got Jurgens back for another year, I mean, think about that. If you get Jurgens back and Nwilly's back, how good is your offensive line compared to now? But, you know, Jurgens did the right thing for himself. You know, he's a second-round pick, and he's making some money, and eventually he'll be the starting center for uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's go back to the phones, 402-951-1620. That's where Bob is. Good morning, Bob. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, hey I'm. Uh, I apologize if I'm a little late. There's there's some rumors floating around and what have you uh, about the second half and Frost taking over the play calls. I'm not really sure. Um, rumors are just that, right? But anyhow, <clears throat> that offensive line is going to be very, very problemsome when we get into Big Ten conference play deeper into the season. Um, they've 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 got to find some 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 leadership somewhere and I'm with you, uh, uh, you know, probably a great kid, but he's just not getting it done at tackle in Ben Hart. I don't, and I don't, I don't understand that. That kid is, uh, he's got all the size and strength. It just seems like he's a half a step slow or something. I'm not really sure, but this is going to be a, a problem moving forward. Um, the defense I thought played better this week. Uh, hopefully, uh, they come together even more because coming into the season, I felt that was our strong point. Uh, yeah. Against Northwestern, holy cow, I did not see that coming at all. Uh, a lot of lot of miscommunication, a lot of breakdowns that cost us the game, in my opinion. But uh, I just kind of wanted to get your feelings on the rumor. If you thought maybe Scott was a little more involved in the second half uh, in, 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 in the offensive line play, although we did – you know, Grant had a great afternoon. I, you know, that, that was awesome to see. But I still see a lot of things that, like I said, we get deep into Big Ten play. We're going to – those things going to rear their ugly heads. I agree, Bob. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah. That, I mean, I think he had more input, certainly. Do I think he called every offensive play? No. 
but we did see a zone read call. We did see them run better. They averaged in the third quarter um, 8.6 yards a play. Give me that anytime. 12 rushes for 105 yards, of course, a long run in there, and then uh, 20 total plays, 172 yards. Uh, Only three of eight uh, with the interception, passing the ball, but that was very efficient. And I think people, they see the zone read, they see some of the run plays that were called that weren't necessarily what called in the first half, and they say that. I just think Frost had more input. I don't believe he was completely calling the plays, but just based off of watching him on the sidelines. Let's go to Adam before we take a break. Go ahead, Adam. How you doing this morning? Good. Yourself? Good, man. How many times have you been asked, how are you doing this morning after you ask somebody that? That's, just five. Just five. Funny. That's it. Just, just five just times. Five? I appreciate five. Well, good. I, yeah. I like that. I'm good. I like the big <laughs> odd number. All right. So I think that, you know, kind of picking it back and off uh, a couple of callers, but when it comes to the line, they're the problem some. They've been problem some for two weeks. Um, this This game, in my opinion, is the perfect example is you can do things on momentum. And when they get it in their heads, they can believe it's a hundred something the years. They were kicking butt. They were pushing us around. They physically beat the crap out of Nebraska's defensive line that last drive of the first half. Yep. And they that last would get in your head. And there was some there was a couple of adjustments that worked out great. But once we once a couple of things broke our way, that's when you saw the talent actually take over the game and North Dakota started losing that hope. And that's that's where it should have been from the get go. But uh the, the line don't surprise me as much, Mike, because it's nothing against Royola, but he's not. This is his first job. Uh, we thought his what his nephew or something like that was coming. I think that was a big part of the hiring. Um, I don't think I think Whipple was calling those plays in the second half because he made those adjustments too. Um, I never want to see an onside kick the rest of my life. It's a squib and kick. It's a squib kick. I know. Squib it was, Adam. It was. It was. <laughs> Listen, it was. But I'm one of those guys. Unfortunately, when I'm down on my coach, I find a reason to be angry. I think. Sure. I, I got to admit that. So that's probably what it was. But I hope, you know, I, I'm tired of hoping and stuff. I just, I hope these guys, you know, watching Garrett Nelson, that just made me smile. That kid, it doesn't matter if they gave up 30 or 40-yard play. He gets in there in the backfield, and he's jacked. Um, he's the epitome of what uh, the black shirt should be. Anyway, thanks for the call, man. Thanks, it. Adam. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, and I you got you have to love the pro- progression that Garrett Nelson has made throughout his career and where he is. Um, this is not a rip on Garrett Nelson when I say this, but that's the perfect matchup for him. Because that's kind of the level that he dominates. When he's going against Big Ten offensive tackles, especially when it's in the first half, because uh, he will tend to wear somebody down because of the way he plays and his motor, that's where he struggles. That's the perfect level against him. Again, that's, not, that's no rip on him. He's a good player. He plays hard. He does everything he needs to do. But he is not a guy that is going to line up against a Big Ten offensive tackle usually and have a lot of success. Sometimes late in games he will. But he's not early on, um, which Nebraska has to have that, and they, they don't necessarily have that. We'll take a break. We'll get some more into the defense and what that defense failed to do and what just now Adam was talking about, getting dominated at the point of attack by North Dakota and what that means going forward. First hour down, severe reaction here on 1620 Zone. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.